0: Ooh, a step further (laughs) All right, well, welcome back to A Step Further. We're in a series called The Days of Noah. We're talking about how Jesus told his disciples about the time of the end, because they had asked him, you know, what's it going to look like? When's it going to happen? That kind of a thing. And Jesus said, well, while there's nobody who knows the day or the hour... We can see some certain things going on, you know, the the seasons, we can see the signs, things like that. And so he talked about how it's going to be like the days of Noah. Well, if you begin to look at the days of Noah, then you begin to see what Jesus was, was talking to. He, he kind of alludes a little bit to him, and he says... Look, people are going to be eating, they're going to be drinking, they're going to be getting married, all these things. And he says it's going to be like life like normal. They're not going to realize what hit them until the flood came. It wiped them away, and that was that. So, but he talks about um, the, it's almost like the reason why. And we talk about the lawlessness. We talk about how, you know, really in all reality, love has grown cold. Jesus says that the further that people, Remove themselves from from Torah this is in matthew twenty four the 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 further that people move themselves from Torah or the the commandments which you know ultimately is centered around love right so love the Lord your God with all your heart with all your mind with all your strength and and Jesus said and love your neighbor as yourself so with that in mind um, you really begin to understand kind of the notion or the idea that when Jesus says, you know, people furthered themselves away from that, so their love has grown cold. Second Timothy, I think, even says that their love grows cold. And he talks about how um, the, the violence and, and um, immorality and all these things that were corrupting the earth, um, there was just so much corruption going on. The problem was is that people lived their life as normal. It became a a, sense, a sort of normality for people. Even people who weren't, really engaging in in those types of things. You know, they weren't it's not like they were saying, Hey, um, we're gonna be actively a part of this. There were people I think that were just accepting of it. Um kind of reminds me of, of Revelation verse or chapter two, verse twenty, and he talks about how um how he says, the one thing I have against this church and I forget which church it was, but it's in Revelation 2. It's verse 20. He says, the one thing I have against you is that you tolerate this, this Jezebel spirit. This Jezebel spirit who comes in and she's, she teaches falsely. She's She's a false prophet to the church. And so you listen to her teachings, but she's not teaching you truth. She's teaching you all these falsehoods. And that's kind of what was happening for these guys is that, you know, we aren't actively taking part in in a lot of the immorality or the murder or the violence or whatever, but it's just normal. We're accepting of it, so we tolerate it, and it's just become part of normal life, and And we're not walking with God, but we're not really actively, you know... We're not actively walking with God, but we're not actively taking part of this whole thing over here, so we're okay. Well, no, we're not okay. Uh, the whole point is is drawing near to God, who is our creator. If God is our creator, then we need to draw near to him. Uh, we have to understand that corruption will inevitably destroy, right? Things must be destroyed. Every, all things must essentially be destroyed. That's kind of science. You don't even have to be a believer to understand that, that um, everything has a beginning and everything has an end. The only thing uh, as a believer, that you have to understand is the only thing that doesn't have a beginning or an end is God. Jesus says, "Heaven and earth will pass away, but My Word is eternal." So, um, in that with that mindset, you have to understand that you know God is going to destroy things. It doesn't necessarily mean that um, it's going to look the way that we think it's going to look but i do believe that we we have to be intentional about following the lord and maybe trying to understand the signs the seasons what what he says and and learning that sort of truth from from him and maybe kind of doing away with our own thoughts and mindsets and our own sort of preconceived notions and ideas so this week was we talked about the who so who was there during the time of noah and that was a big thing because i mean when you when you really consider all that was going on, um, it almost seems ethereal or esoteric or you know out of this world, this this sort of normal mindset that we've had for years and years and years, uh, just kind of like some sort of mythological thing, and it's not um. In fact, I think that we're starting to deal with some things today that in the past have seemed very mythological or esoteric, but now we're we're being confronted with them. And it's not just because you're we're not as believers being confronted with them. It's the whole world is being confronted with them. And where do we stand and what do we believe? So, I wanted to dive into the who, who was Who was, who was there back then? And it says, even it starts in, in chapter six of Genesis. And give me just a second. It says in, it's verse one, in time when men began to multiply on earth and daughters were born to them, the sons of God saw that daughters of men were attractive. And so they took wives for themselves. Now, I'm going to pause here to say this. Jesus said, angels aren't, Aren't marrying, nor are they given in marriage. So, what what is wrong here? They're taking wives for themselves. Well, they've separated themselves from God and from. So the 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 way God created things was that angels weren't supposed to marry or be given in marriage or anything like that. Yet something was happening here. The sons of God, it says, uh, and it's not sons of men, but it is the sons of God. It's somebody who God directly created, not the seed of something that God created, but but something that God directly created for himself, Uh, they found that the the daughters of men, so the seed of something God created, the daughters of men were very beautiful. So they began to take wives for themselves, whomever they chose. Now, I can look at that and I can go, you know, it was kind of a mutual thing, or it says that they took took wives for themselves, whomever they chose, And, and I have to wonder if there wasn't, some sort of take her by force uh, notion. And so, which is scary to me that that could happen, but uh, it's, I'm just throwing it out there. You can decide for yourself. So, whomever they chose, and then uh, the Lord said, My spirit will not live in human beings forever, for they too are flesh. Therefore, their lifespan is to be 120 years. Now, he says the Nephilim were on the earth in those days and also afterwards when the sons of god came into the daughters of men and they bore children to them these were the ancient heroes men of renown now there's a lot of speculation about who the nephilim were there's a lot of speculation about who the sons of god were and who the daughters of men were and um uh, i'm going to i have said that they're angels i really believe that they are angelic beings of some sort there are such a thing as fallen angels um, it's talked about in the Bible. It's talked about, you know, there's so many, so many uh, literary, uh, historical, whatever you want to talk about. They all reference fallen angels. Even again, the Bible, which which I hold to be true, is it talks about fallen angels. So I, I believe in fallen angels. I believe that they are angels who who were deceived by by Satan. The Bible calls him the father of all lies. So, I believe that there were angels who were deceived by satan who who um, took it upon themselves to do their own thing now this is it doesn't matter what you believe um, rather, what I want to say is uh, something foreign happened okay so god God created the earth for his beings and and he created man in his image and this is what we need to to get down is that Man was created in his image. And I could give you a whole argument and a fight for, for that as because some people will would inevitably listen to this and go, well, we don't even believe God exists, so how can we believe that we were created in his image? Well, the fact of the matter is, we had to be created in the image of something. It's not like we were created in the image of nothingness. And, and I could go in it, do you believe in good and evil? Well, so do you believe that, uh, mankind is Is divine Do you believe that we are Inherently good If so then why is there evil In the world Do you believe that we're inherently evil And that we're capable of doing good Well if so then Why is there again evil in the world So what image What What is Where does that come from And when you when you Go back and forth in the argument Eventually you have to you have to uh, relent to the idea or the fact that we were created in the image of something. So if that's true, what were we created in the image of? Well, the Bible says that there's a divine creator and we're created in his image. So if we are created in his image, we have we have the DNA that he has purposed us to have. Okay? If we have that and we were we were, we were given this earth to have dominion over it. So God created this harmonious thing happening here. You know, you have the earth, you have the animals and, and everything. And, and then God created man from the earth and gave earth to man so that he could enjoy it. He could have dominion over it. Well, this makes the father of all lies very jealous. Because the father of all lies wants dominion over something. So, I mean, and that is why he came down to earth to begin with, to deceive Adam and Eve. It wasn't to, to, um, it wasn't to usurp God because nobody, I think the devil even knows, even the demons shudder when they hear the name of Jesus, right? So I think the devil knows that he can't defeat God. However, what he can do is he can separate man from God and he can usurp man from his own throne and have dominion over this world. That's what that's all about. Why is there evil in the world? Because the devil came and he deceived man. He he came in and he he took it upon himself to deceive man and separate man from God. Now, he also, apparently, if, if I'm right about the sons of God being angels, he also did that in the, the heavenly realm too. And he deceived angels. So why would you, if that's true, why would you even deceive angels? Well, again, why were we created? We were created in the image of God. So if you took a deception and you, if you caused heavenly beings who were not supposed to be given in marriage or marry, and you caused them to come down and to take for themselves wives from God's creation, and then they created this sort of alternate being with, with a, a sort of different DNA process— See, then what you're doing is you're saying, now you're saying, I'm going to fill the earth with my own DNA, my own creation, where I have taken this over here that God has created and I've taken this over here that God has created who weren't supposed to cohabitate together uh, in matrimony or weren't supposed to have some sort of sexual relationship with each other. I'm going to deceive them into doing so and then i'm going to thereby create my own dna something that god did not even intend and they are going to be heroes they're going to be these these giants of sorts and and whether you believe that they were giants as in being very tall or whether you believe that they were giants as in they were just heroic and masculine and warrior like because that that term nephilim even though we 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 call them giants in the original hebrew that word can not only mean giant but it can also just mean great warrior powerful mighty warrior that kind of a that kind of a, a a thing so the devil creates for himself this alternate this alternate race so to speak and they are on the earth and the bible says that they're on the earth in those days and also afterwards and and then he explains who the nephilim are In in the rest of verse four, he says, when the sons of God came into the daughters of men and they bore children to them. That's what the Nephilim were. These were the ancient heroes, the men of renown. Now everything became corrupt. Everything became uh, something that God had not intended. So what does he do? He said, I have to destroy it. But here's the kicker is that he finds one man and his family who are righteous. One man who's walking with God. Out of the whole bunch, one man, one man and his wife and his children, his three children and their wives who are walking with God. They enter the ark. Now, I look at that and I go, okay, you have a whole world of people who've become corrupt and, and they've, become, they've had this normal life and here's this one man who, by the way, is about 500 years old when the ark is being built, and six hundred years old when when the water comes and floods the earth, now we look at that, and six hundred years old, come on, is that really real? Did men live that long and we could get into a whole debate on on why men would have lived that long back then, and why um, you look today and you go, well, that just doesn't happen and uh, part of our foundation could be verse 3 in chapter 6, where he says, My spirit will not live in human beings forever, for they too are flesh. Therefore, their lifespan is to be 120 years. You could take that and go, well, man ain't going to live much past 120 years anymore because God says his spirit isn't going to dwell with them. Uh, So whatever that means, you know. Is it possible? Maybe. I don't know. But was it possible prior to that? sounds like it. But it sounds like much after that, men didn't live to be that old. I mean, Abraham himself lived to be maybe, I forget what it was, uh, around 120, I believe. Don't quote me on that. Um, That's something for you. It's an assignment for you to look up in your Bible um, or Google it, I guess, if you want. But I would recommend reading it in your Bible. See what it says. See what it says about how old Sarah was. I mean, now Abraham was somebody that God called friend. He walked very closely with God. So if you only live to be 120 years old, then you kind of get the idea that man's really not going to live 600 years anymore. So that's the case there. So that's all great. That's all in the days of Noah. The Nephilim were on the earth. The the you know we we get it. There was corruption and in there was this different alternate race. What does that mean for us today? Does that have any sort of bearing? For what we're going through today, and I think it's interesting, especially if you were in Sunday service or listened on Facebook or YouTube, that you you kind of, we talked about this a little bit, and it's so over my head because I don't understand it. I don't understand anything otherworldly, you know, an outside race, because it's, I, look, I'm human, like i was born a human that this is my race is is humanity um it's it's your race it's humanity so so anything foreign anything alien anything anything that's otherworldly is very it's foreign not only to us in 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 the physical you know seeing it it's not only going to be foreign to us or hearing about it, but it's foreign to our minds. We can't process it because we don't understand it. It's foreign. That's the whole point of it. It's it's foreign to us. And and so this idea of aliens and UFOs and all that stuff, you know, in the fifties and all that, that it was it was a huge thing even then. And and it was all this sort of speculation. And in all reality, the government suppressed information that they had um the government just kind of tried to hush it up well that just makes people want to to kind of dive into it more So, so it almost became this instead of instead of really diving into it and wondering if it's really true we made movies about it we wrote comics about it we you know all of these, we fantasized it, essentially. And so aliens and UFOs and, and all that stuff sort of became fantasized. And then the whole notion became fantasized. Because, let's be honest, we don't understand it. If it's if it's really true, we don't understand it. Well, now, and here's why I say even the whole world is, is being faced with it, is because now even the government is saying, well, we kind of just, we withheld information, we lied, we um, lied. You know, it's the, they are real, and there's a possible chance of some sort of alien invasion. Well, I don't know if that's true. I'm going to sit here and say to you that I don't know if that's true. However, that is information that is being put out as truth and fact. If you can believe things that come from your government or from news, anyway. But that's another debate. Anyway. But, you know, it's coming out. So so if it's all being handed out as truth, what are we going to believe? What are we going to see? What are we going to believe? And I think for that, in that respect, that we have to begin to understand that, hey, it happened back in the, in the, the days of Genesis when the Nephilim were on the earth. <laughs> there was this other race. So what does it mean for me? What does it mean for you? Well, again... Who was this earth created for? The earth was created for you and me. I mean, the Bible says, you go back and the Bible says that from the dust of the earth, God created man, breathed life into him. So, and we operate harmoniously with the earth, right? I mean, scientifically speaking, you almost can't deny it, scientifically speaking, if man was created from the earth, then we were created to sort of operate in this harmonious manner with the Earth. And that scientifically speaking, if, if something became corrupt, then the whole thing would have to fall apart. Right? If If one part of the machine is broke, then the machine is broke. It might work for a little bit, but eventually it's going to fall apart. It's going to break until you fix it, until something fixes that machine. So that's how it was with us. I mean, we were created from the earth and we were created to have dominion over there. This was created to be this harmonious perpetual type thing to for all eternity. And yet here we are. Parts of it have become corrupt. Parts of it have become broke. So now the whole thing has to be destroyed. Like it has to it has to either be fixed or or destroyed. It's going to fall apart. Well, it seems like it's falling apart. It seems like it's falling apart. And when you look around, now here we are again. We have this otherworldly race. And if the world is, is putting out this information that we could possibly have an alien invasion or something like that, um, and why am I preaching on it except to say this? We were created for the earth. Not aliens. We were created for the earth. And the earth was created for us. Human. Us. 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 We are the ones that were meant to live harmoniously in the earth. And when you grab a hold of that, <clears throat> you have to ask the question. This idea of, of an alien race, is it of God? God? Even if it's real, is it of God? And if it's true, or can it even be true that those types of things exist? Well, if the devil could deceive angels back then and daughters of men back then, what makes you think that he can't do that today? Whatever that looks like, what makes you think that he can't do that today? I'm gonna pause for a moment and just say that this is this is a hard message for me. And it's and it's hard to digest. It's hard to comprehend. It's hard to and, and I'm one of these people that that like I, I wanna take the different information and I kinda wanna it's like a puzzle piece. I, I look at it as a puzzle piece. And so what I wanna do is I wanna put it sort of in its in its place. And and if I can take the information and and sort of piece it all together, then I can come up with what it is that I believe. Or what I how I feel about it, or what I think about it, and this I got to be honest, you guys, this is hard. This for me, this is hard. Uh, I don't understand the Nephilim. I don't. I don't know what they look like. I don't know who they were exactly. I don't. Fallen angels coming down to Earth and and having their way with women, and these women producing these giants or or mighty warriors or whatever. I it just. I can, in a very Hollywood sense, I can see it. But I can't wrap my head around it. I just, I can't. Because I, the Earth wasn't created for that purpose. The idea of aliens, you guys, I, I true or false. I just, I, don't listen to me about it, whether or not they're true or whether or not they're false. Do your own research. But I can't regardless of whether or not they're real, I can't wrap my head around it. It just can't. Why not? Because earth was created for humanity. But here we are. We have all of the elements, seemingly have all of the elements. We have uh, corruption. We have lawlessness. We have uh, immorality. We have normality with those things. Now we have foreign beings that are potentially either here or coming and it looks like the days of noah to me and just when you think that you could come up with some reason why it's not the days of noah you read the bible and you look and you go oh my gosh Every element that was in the days of Noah is happening now. And guess what? We've made it a part of our normal life. We've sensationalized everything so much. And and now we've gone beyond fantasizing it, like, you know, just this sort of hyped up non-reality type thing. We've, We've gone beyond that, and we've actually sensationalized what really is reality. And we're going... What is going on? Now, that's not to say that we look at the world and we hate the world and, and all that stuff. No, we're not called to do that. Jesus even said, love your enemies. Okay, so we're called to love people. We're called to spread the gospel. Even in a day like this, we're called to walk with God. But we are called, remember, first and foremost, because if, if we're not careful, we could in our own way become part of the world with this with this whole violent mindset and we could we could fight violence with violence but we are called to spread the gospel the and that is love the lord your god with all your heart with all your might with all your strength love your neighbor as yourself and everything about the law is is under that umbrella and when we grab a hold of that it's not that we we accept the spirit of Jezebel, like Revelation 2.20 said. It's not that we accept their reality. It's that we understand that it's there. Excuse me. And we love them. We don't follow their truth. We don't have to follow. I don't have to agree with you to love you. Uh, in fact, we could get into a debate, and we could debate all day long. And if if we if it even ended up in an argument or whatever, it's still, I would still say, I. it's not that I don't love you i i can still love you in that moment so i don't think that we have to agree with one another to love each other but we still have to love each other and i think we're in that look that's kind of like level level 10 or level 12 in in a video game here i mean we're we're if you can spread the gospel in a day like today all the more power to you you know that's and that's our goal if you can spread true love around, true love, not this, not a false idea of love, not a false idea of peace or not a false idea of, of, uh, hope or anything like that. But if you can spread the truth in a day like today, th- then all the more power to you. And I think that we can. It just, who are we walking with? Are we walking with God? And I think if you're walking with God, then you have the power of the Holy Spirit. And again, the, the whole message is something to digest. It's it's hard. It's something that I don't understand. I, I, I don't get it. But what here's what I do know is that this earth was created for humanity. And if this earth was created for humanity and we have a divine creator, I think it would be wise for us to walk with the divine creator because the divine creator who created us can also destroy us. Or better yet, he could allow us to be destroyed. All he has to do is remove his spirit. All he has to do is remove his hand from it. And then the one who created this alternate whatever so that he could have dominion, really, it's just destruction. Jesus even said it. A house divided is, is a house that will fall. Abraham Lincoln requoted it it in, in the 1800s, and he said it again. A house divided is a house that falls. I believe it was Abraham Lincoln. Um, so with that in mind, you're going, okay, well, does the devil know that he's going to destroy his own world? You know? And I, I don't think he does. I, I, I think that he has this idea that he can create this alternate realm that he can sort of have dominion over, but it's not going to work because a house divided is a house that falls. You can see so much of that today in this world. It, it doesn't matter if you're in America or if you're, you know, across the ocean. I mean, you can see it. So that's this message in a nutshell. I I don't know that I have any more that I would love to tell you about this message. I think, if anything, what I would encourage you to do is do your research uh, begin to understand what was going on in the days of Noah, uh, the, uh, understand the who, I would I would go research Nephilim. I mean, there's different ideas out there about who the Nephilim are, who the sons of God are, who the daughters of men are. I would research that and research it with an open mind and open heart and allow, uh, look, if it's in Scripture, if we're going to follow it because it's in Scripture, then we're going to also have to have some sort of uh, witness the scripture is going to have to bear witness to itself about it, so what does it say in other places in the bible and 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 what does sons of God mean in other places in the Bible? what does Nephilim mean in other places in the Bible? is it even in other places of the Bible and what has been accepted as as what that means over the course of time and, and you 'd be surprised in the, the different ideas that are out there and what they mean and there are some, I think, that would, would be more logical. doesn't mean that they're actually true. So, But I would just encourage you to research. Do your research. Uh, and then, you know what? Do your research about the, the world we live in today. Are aliens real? That's a, there's a rabbit hole for you to, to dive down. Are aliens real? The question really, though, is this. Are we ready to stand up? against whatever is coming our way that is trying to usurp what God has intended for us. So even in your own life, here's here's the take home. Even in your own life, are there things that are trying to come into your life that God did not intend? You know, are there people that are coming into your life that God did not intend that really... Your story is this over here, but you're chasing this over here. Or, um, you know, you're not supposed to be in, in this season of your life. You're supposed to be in this season in your life over here. God has a calling in your life over here. So you're not supposed to be over here doing this. Instead, you're supposed to be over here doing this. And listen, guys, you could think that you're doing work for the Lord, But if it's not what God has called you to do, then you're not really walking with the Lord. Remember the, the, in the, in the, oh, get my head on straight here. When Jesus said, not everybody who says, Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom of heaven. And he says, then that they will go on to say, but didn't we, you know, Spread the the gospel in your name. Didn't we? Didn't we cast demons out in your name? and Heal the sick in your name? And he's going to say, "Away from me! I knew you not." Now, what that means is this: is that the people who were not walking with God? These are the people who will say that they will they will think that they can get into heaven on their own accord and and not by the grace of God, not by the power of the Holy Spirit, not by So they're trying to get their own glory for entering into heaven. Look at me. I did all these things for you, so can't I get into heaven? And Jesus is saying, but you didn't surrender to me. So you could be doing all these things over here for the Lord. You could be thinking that you're doing the work of the Lord. But if you're not really following the Lord and you're not following His calling, then then, uh, you're not doing what God has intended for you to do. So what are those things in your life that are coming in, that are, that are trying to deceive you and take you and separate you from God? And how are you going to defeat those giants? So even if you don't believe in aliens, even if you don't believe that the angels came down and, and, and had their way with women and, and they created these huge giants, even if you don't believe any of that, let me ask you this, what are the giants in your life and how are you going to face them? How are you going to defeat them? Because it might be time to start building your own ark. Because I think that uh, inevitably God's hand is going to have to sweep through. Because when one part of the machine breaks, the whole thing's about to fall apart if it doesn't get fixed. Amen? Listen, I hope you have a wonderful week, and I hope to see you on Sunday morning, 930. Um, If you can't make it, we'd love to see you on Facebook Live at 930. Afterwards, we will upload our video to youtube so if you if for some reason Sunday morning just ain't the morning for you um that's happening. I also want to encourage you to get over to the website and get on there check out the website we're doing our best to keep events and everything up to date um and we're also going to you know keep checking back because I'm I'm working on it. I'm working on the design still, but also um, I would encourage you if you if you don't get our newsletter, our monthly newsletter, I would encourage you to get on the website, scroll down to the bottom. There's a place in there for you to enter your email, and you could subscribe to our newsletter that way. Um, we'd love to see you do that, and then you can get our monthly newsletter, also get our weekly uh, TGIF letter that goes out each week kind of gives you an idea of what's coming up in the immediate and um, yeah we just love you to stay connected with us follow us on Facebook follow us on YouTube follow us on Instagram um, Ayersville Community Church you can find us I promise we're there and uh, we just hope to see you and hope to see you again hope, hope to see you in person sometime uh, on a Sunday morning 9 30 or any other event that we might have going on So have a wonderful week, and um, God bless, and I love you in the Lord.